Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hi, welcome back everyone to another episode of Inside the Closet. It is I, Mateo Lane, with my favorite person, Emma Wilman, who hey, looks hey. You look glowing today. I'm so surprised, but thank you. I Your appreciate that. Your skin looks that. good. You look glowing. Great. You look like refreshed and ready for the day. I <laughs> I thank you. I appreciate that. You look good as well. And I bet you guys I hope you guys are looking and feeling good and, you know, one foot in front of the other. We're doing it. I'll look Try a little it. better tomorrow. I'm gonna get a new jaw. Oh, nice. Just just a new jaw. You know, nothing major. <laughs> nothing major. So, um, real quick, this, I mean, we record these episodes. When Mateo says he's getting a new jaw, he's getting fillers. He's not literally getting a new jaw. I'm, no, no, I'm getting, a, I'm getting it unhinged. I want to eat, I'm so hungry that I want to eat like a snake. So I'm getting a screw in my jaw so that my jaw can unhinge so that I can just swallow yeah, through yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll only eat mice from now on. Are you so hungry because you're... Doing like a cut, or just... I was just trying to make a oh, joke okay. about a snake. <laughs> like a I'm so job. serious about when people do cuts. I'm like traumatized from what I tried to do on one time, which lasted one hour. Um, so I'm like, I get it. I get being starving. So, so he's getting fillers. FYI, everybody, this we record every three. We record once yeah, a month, yeah, right? So of course, all the big news happens when we're gone. And uh, did you see what Tom Segura said? He was like, the comics who don't mention this or stand up for Chris Rock, we're making a list of you. And I was like, oh, my God, there's so many lists being made right now. Right. Like, comics are canceling comics. I think Tom Segura was just joking. But um, so we didn't even get a chance to talk about um, were you watching, Chris Rock. Were you watching it in real time? I was playing Fortnite and Nick was watching it while playing Fortnite. And he was he like, ah! well, he was like, oh, my God. He was yeah. like, Chris Rock and. And Will Smith hit Chris Rock. And I was like, what? what? And then he sent me a video. And like everybody, I was like, oh, this must be fake. You right. know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't actually do this. And then they sent me the Japanese televised version where you could hear everything. And once Will Smith started, it wasn't even the slap. It was when Will Smith started yelling. I was like, mm. oh, God, I'm uncomfortable. And that's because Chris Rock handled the slap so well that you were like, oh, okay. That's, yeah, how, he that's did. how hard it is to process stuff when the reaction of someone where, where you're, they're just like, you know, boom, really? All right, moving on. You're like, oh, I guess it is okay. And then you're like, Because like, what would you minute. do if you were, if you're there at the Oscars? I would go, fuck my teeth. My fucking mom <laughs> is going to kill me. That's what I thought. You when would I watched say that after, after Will Smith slaps you in the face, you're like, my tooth. I would hope to God. Well, if, okay, if in real life, if it was me and this happened right now, I'd be like, oh my God. Smith is the wild wild west wild west wild wild west who Jim West Desperado of all the songs you're going yeah. for the wild wild Welcome west to, um I don't even we're know we're going straight to the wild wild west yes so or I'd be like because I would still be in like I would still be in like oh shit Will Smith and I'd also I, I would be like, you got to get your kids in check. I go, what's going on with Jaden? Everyone, like, what? May, tell them to put a cork in it. Like, what the? F like, also, I know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone whose second cousin twice removed lives near him and says he's a real ass hat, having parties late at night. Get your kids together. I would say all that while he's wa walking up, and I say, and I feel entitled to this information for absolutely no reason, uh, as he's walking up. But if I was someone who was accustomed to being around that amount of celebrity and I thought of Will Smith as a peer, I would, so, so, <laughs> 
say this was an acting audition, I had to get into it. I would have to think of the person as because that is one they were peers. Because it's like one reason why it's like he's not running. It's someone he knows coming up to him. So if it was someone, well, I also knew, the circumstances, we're not at a bar. We're not at a bar. We're so, not like in uh, in Boston right. late at night at a bar. Like we're at the Oscars, right? And so if it was someone I knew that came up to me and hit me, I would think I would absolutely. I would. I actually really do think I would keep it together because it would just be like there'd be two things one go- going on. One, got to keep the show moving. Two. I especially if it was like a comedian or like say I was at the Oscars and Adrian Appalucci came up and hit me in the face, I would keep it together because I'd be like, I would love to see Adrian. I mean, that would actually be great if Adrian be enough, just slapped the shit out of you, right? And there'd be enough capital there where I'd be like, she's just having a breakdown, and I don't want to make it. Like I'd be like, I would but give I her think credit. That's what, I actually think you hit a point that most people don't it's hit. Peers. I think actually you you made a really good point. But I the think, yelling, I'd be like, okay, motherfucker, now you're just interrupting the show. I think Chris, well, I think the slap too, but I mean, I think Chris also recognized real quickly, like, this guy is going through it. Something's and, up. And I've been in enough, in front of enough audiences and I've lived a long enough life right. to know not to tamp not to continue with this right. so i'm just gonna be like here's the next here's the nominees and right. and then let the rest of the world and take care of it security should but have comics, prevented someone from getting on the well we'll get to that in a minute but comics are so we're so used to adrenaline that mm-hmm. even with someone because all those other actors are used to long hours on sets they're not right. used to being in front of audiences right. dealing with whatever comes Real your way time, be able to yeah. handle it so chris rock it was so used to adrenaline that even him getting hit at the Oscars, he had the foresight to be like, I'm going to move this along because I right. know that the repercussions will come afterwards. And it's in my best interest to shut up and say nothing. Totally. And I think he's so classy the way he handled it. And then even more classy, the post reaction, totally. like not saying a goddamn thing, like even at his boss, like even, I don't know if I was at that Boston show and I was headlining and everyone paid three thousand dollars to see a ticket to hear me bitch about the Oscars. I would have gone out there to give him like, and what the hell was his problem? Mm-hmm. And he looked like a. I mean, I you know I'm also Italian, but it's like I I just my joke, my takeaway joke, if I still had Twitter, would have been I sat and watched a man laugh, then hit someone, then cry, and then dance later. And mm-hmm. my first thought was. <laughs> I'm Italian. What's I, that's, right, I see right, this right. all the time. It's Tuesday. This yeah. is compl- this right. is a Sunday night we dinner. We were right into Will Smith and I were related. Right. Yeah, right. I was like, well, okay. I've right. seen this. I grew up with right. this. Right. But um, yeah. I mean, but I just I know everyone's sick of talking about it and like there's nothing else to say. Like, but it, but you know, I, hey, I wanted it at least. I did say have a something. funny thing that happened around it. Will Smith came to your show and hit you. I, well, so literally the first thing I did think when I so I wasn't watching it in real time at no, all. I, by the way, and I think that's also telltaling of like where the Oscars are that like no one was watching it in real time. Yeah, I never I never watch awards shows really ever. And um, but I did when I saw the replay of it, I literally felt it in the teeth. I was like, oh, my God, like if someone hit me right now, like. I just would, <laughs> but so I am scrolling Instagram, not even really aware the Oscars are on. Like I, I kind of knew they were that night. I didn't know what time, and <laughs> this is pretty embarrassing. So I go to Jim Jeffries' Instagram. Did I tell you the story? No. I go to Jim Jeffries' Instagram. Him and I know each other, so we have an Instagram thread of like, like chats over the years like quick, but probably the last thing probably wasn't for like a year or who knows, like right. just like a. A laugh emoji here, whatever. 
So he has he's posted like screw like Will Smith screw Will Smith. Now I don't know that this is in reaction to anything. So I this just is think, like Emma one hundred and one. So I think out of nowhere, Jim Jeffries is just being like, you know what, screw Will Smith. So I love Jim Jeffries. So I and I think this is funny. So I'm like, ha ha ha. So I go, yeah, screw that guy. Finally, someone had to say it. Like because I think out of nowhere, like who randomly says screw Will Smith. So I was like, ha. Then I toss my phone. And then, like, a couple hours later, I'm watching the news clips, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. So then it looks like I'm being condescending to Jim Jeffries. Like, finally, someone had to say it. Like, what an original take, even though I just thought he was saying it. So I went back and was like, I hadn't seen the Oscars yet. But And Jim was like, oh, I don't worry. He didn't respond to that. Yep. I was like, uh, I wouldn't have said, like, original take, Jim. Like, <laughs> I really just thought out of nowhere he because Will Smith, if he hadn't hit someone, would be a really random person because it's like Will Smith isn't he's just he's he's just always kind of there. It, it was just so shocking to like, I don't know. I mean, it it I just it was so it was like when Britney shaved her head, like that's all people could talk about because right. it was just so not in line with what that person has been. Sure. And then it makes everyone even more curious. Well, because of, and Brittany I mean, didn't hurt anybody though. Well, she did hurt that 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 minivan with that umbrella. Oh my god, like, I forgot about that. that. Whose minivan it. was that? Who cares? It was a paparazzi. Wait, I love Brittany. Yeah, guys, remember that she shaved her head and hit the minivan. I forgot that with the umbrella. Yeah. Shit. I'll, ne- I'll never forget it. But I, I think never about him like, you know, everyone it was interesting to see the reaction. I thought it was very I I watched a lot. I watched the view, I watched the talk, I watched Loose Women, I watched CNBC. I watched like PBS. I just watched everyone's take on it to sort of get like a general consensus of like what people are thinking. And I found it interesting that almost no one talked about Chris Rock or like how this might have damaged him or how this was humiliating for him. They might like briefly talk about it, but like the view was 10 full minutes on Will Smith, why he did it. Maybe he's upset, maybe his marriage, maybe this. I find it interesting that the victim, like the person that was physically hit, is like shoved to the side because we're so interested on the psyche of the 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 attacker. And people were very quick to also blame uh, Jada too, because it's like they would be like Jada. They may have their problems, and, and she may not be what you know. I did who too. She I says was like, screw but her, she she's didn't. Annoying. She didn't she, tell him to hit right, Chris you can't, Rock. You can't get to make everyone has to be responsible for their own actions. That's right. So, um, now, I'm not defending her in their marriage. I not think, at all. I think she's exploited their family in a way that's un. I think right. there's a lot of bitterness from. Sure. Smith because it's like she's like our kids are going to be stars our family's business is going to be out there like you know it's not that I'm obviously will agree to it and went along with it but it's like there's been a humiliation on her part of the family at least maybe he's into maybe maybe he's into it maybe he's into it but it's it's this weird thing where it's like the discussion of by the way real quick my interpretation was that the joke was was though still mean-spirited, right, was about her status, not her... Her alopecia, yes, but that was secondary to her status in the industry. So if everyone listens yeah, to the joke... Yeah, I mean, it should have just been like an eye roll of a, like... like of the, course. It's giving the joke just, like, so but, much more but, power But real quick, too. real quick, everyone thinks it's about her G.I. Jane joke. Right. But no one listened to the first part of the joke. What was the first to, part? To my understanding, the first part of the joke is Chris Rock says Penelope Cruz and her husband are here. They're both nominated for Academy Awards. If one wins, they both lose. Right. Then I goes to... Because if they're both nominated for Academy Awards. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got the car. But then he quickly turns to Will Smith, and Will Smith and Jada are here. Will's nominated for King Richard, and Jada can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. What he's saying to her is like, you don't belong here. Mm. 
you you're not nominated for an Academy Award. You're here because of your husband. Like he's right. knocking her for right. her status. Right. Right. So, but again, it could have just been right. an eye roll, and we would have saved us all of this. No one would have ever been talking right. about this, and Will would have been on to making you know Bad Boys Four, or whatever. Right. But so, but yeah. to my to my understanding, I believe that's what the joke was about. Then mm. obviously using her alopecia, which she didn't know she had alopecia, but right. using her bald head as a joke about G.A. Jane, which yes, the argument could be made. We should. I agree. By the also, way, a lot of the arguments that people are making and defending Jada can also be true, but doesn't defend yeah, Will. It's also, um, it's uh, it's interesting that like that he. I forget what I was going to say. Son of a bitch. Fuck. I guess, I guess what I was trying to say is like, you know, there's a lot of discussions about Jada and protecting black women and making mm-hmm. fun of women for their hair. And all of those things are true. I agree with all those things. Absolutely. Like, I, I'm not here to like, I think people are confusing. It's like very convoluted too, because it's like then like people are like piling on it in a way. Well, they're pi- piling on their own shit. Right. So part of it's true and part of it's like, what What else, What? what's the subtext about this? Like, I remember there was this girl who was being interviewed and she's like a writer for the New York Times and they were like, what, they were like, what do you think? She's like, I'm still processing. Yeah. I'm like, you really can't just admit that what Will Smith did was wrong. Like you can just admit what he did was wrong. It's wrong. I think it's. I think. She, I think it's fair to say someone's. I think it's actually refreshing to hear someone say they're still processing because it doesn't necessarily true. Mean not saying it because it's like now everyone's so quick. But to she die. was also. De- she was deflecting. Mm. You know, Gail King was like, "But do you, do you agree we shouldn't hit people? We should, we should agree that right. we shouldn't we should hit, hit people." people and she's yeah. like, "I'm just processing." Yeah. It's like, aha, right? We're deflecting, but it's like there's anytime a situation like that happens, people are going to to bring their own shit to the sure. situation, which is totally natural. And so I, the whole situation, I'm not talking about Jada. I'm not talking about their relationship. I'm not talking about like, I'm not going to dissect what that is, but you know, you I'm just going to not hit people. That's what I'm saying. My, my point is like, end of the day, if some, if you say it's okay for Will Smith to hit, someone for whatever reason right. that you Slippery justify slope. then any reason is justifiable it's like separating it's like all of a sudden like not separating church and state it's like no this is for a very important reason and when we fuck up this president it's gonna be just total pandemonium also he knows that Chris Rock that people write those jokes at the Oscars he, he's been in entertainment apparently this was off the cuff apparently that oh, really? joke is not approved which really? doesn't change anything. It still wasn't. It didn't. I bet it wasn't it was. bad enough to warrant that. I don't trust the Oscars. That. Uh, well, I mean, if I, don't I w- think Chris Rock would slip in an unapproved, totally worked out joke. If I was Chris, do you know how mad I would be at the Academy? I would say, "Wait a minute! I'd I've still... hosted this for you, yeah. and they get paid nothing. By the way, right. I mean literally nothing. I've come here. I've hosted. This. I put my career on the line right. during cancel culture to host these shows for you. I'm right. showing up here to present. You've asked me to be a guest, and not one person did a goddamn thing." I'd be furious. Sure. I know he said, like, don't press charges. And that was very classy. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we shouldn't take away his Oscar. Or we shouldn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's let him keep his fucking Oscar. Who cares? I, every time he looks, I'm such an Italian woman. I don't I'm know. I'm like, every time he looks at Oscar, you're going to think of that moment. Oh, you fucked true. up your life. True. True. Yeah, it's like maybe you get an Oscar, but the Oscar has to have Chris Rock's head on it. <laughs> Just like, and like giving you the finger. I And by the way, in five years, we, we, no, they'll make it up. They'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Right. Right, but the Everything precedent of hitting people, like, it's like, you can't hit people. No. Was, and that's it, crazy yeah. that, like, there's someone was like, we can't punch down. And I'm like, we, but what about physically punching down? Right. You can't totally. physically punch yeah. down first. Yeah, let's have that and then talk about, like, because punch, then, yeah. Because then it just justified, if you're upset about anything anyone says, like, what's right. the line? Comedy's subjective. Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, some people interpret it funny and some people don't. So sure. like if you find something that you personally feel to you is offensive and you take it upon yourself to physically hurt somebody, then basically what you're saying is there is no line and whatever upsets you for whatever reason is justified. There's a comedian named Brian Simpson who had a tweet. I don't want to I don't want to botch it, so I'll try to pull it up. But it was funny about he was like let me see if he posted it on Instagram too. It was he was like, if only there was a place where we could have agreed upon social contract for people to go watch people say things that are, you know. Let me see if I can find it. But basically, it's like saying like, um, here it is. Solution. We should have designated areas where everyone there understands that comedy is what's happening. I just need a name for it and we'll be rich. Like That's really funny. You know what I mean? It's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the same thing it's like if a designated time and place where the comedian someone is hosting it and and then someone I saw some tweets where it's like maybe we don't need comedians anymore. Like, yeah, sure, that's another conversation. We can all have any conversation we okay, want. Okay, well, well then we don't need then we don't hit people while we're Then we don't need it. painters, singers, sure. artists, rappers, and I'm directors, open to hearing all actors. Of it. It's like right. that's a bullshit thing to say. We do need comedians it's like and you know and what's also funny to or me say it but don't you can't hit you just can't hit what's also funny to me is like i love that like the same thing when they went through their entanglement everyone was trying to relate themselves into their situation like you understand like they have multiple homes mm. you understand that like they they are filming this on a, a television set like right do you know how far removed from reality? Like, I think if you sat down with Chris Rock or Will Smith and asked them how much a carton of eggs are, they couldn't answer the question. Right. That's how far removed these people are from any state of reality. Sure. Totally. Have you seen someone? Have you ever seen anyone approach the stage before? I got approached once. Ooh. I was at I was at the Shit. stand, the old stand uh, in uh, it was on when Gramercy. It was on, Gramercy yeah. it was on like 18th Street and Third yeah. Avenue. And there were these three guys. They were from Turkey. I remember they were visiting from Turkey. I think they were like businessmen or something. And when I was on stage, they were talking throughout my entire set like really loud. And so I said. Um, I was like, oh, are you guys going to be talking like the whole time? And they called me a faggot. And so I, not like Chris Rock, didn't think about defusing the conversation. And I looked at them and I said, well, to be fair, it's one o'clock in the morning and there's only six people in the audience and three of them are you and you're here watching a gay guy. Mm. I'm like, who's the faggot now? And they stood up. And one of them said, do you want me to get him now or later? And one started approaching the stage and I literally dropped the mic. Remember they had the back exit? Yeah. I dropped the mic and I ran through like where the kitchen was and just stood in the kitchen for like 40 minutes until they left. Holy shit. And then did the host go back up? Yeah. That is so scary. So it's like, it's like, you know That's what I mean? And so... I didn't even provoke it. Like, they called me right. the faggot first. Which well, is I really shouldn't hard. have called them the faggot back. I mean, I was like, what am I yeah, doing? But... Like, was I not raised in, oh God. Try to have some sense of like dignity too, because it's like trying to push their ick off of you because it's like when someone says something like that to you and then you're supposed to like continue on with them. But like, it's like, it's... This, it's, it's the same thing too. It's like, you're really going to use physical force to stop me from being able to speak right same thing with chris rock it's like really will like you're gonna use physical force to prevent me from speaking like sure it's kind of a psychotic mentality you know i think also too it's like say someone is having those things where they're going through i would hope like say i ever say i was having like a psychotic whatever happens to then make you be like i'm gonna i'm so overcome i can't control my emotions i'm gonna hit this person i would hope that security would be there to tackle me Right. I guess they didn't know what was going on. It's a live show. Maybe well, it was that's like a the other thing. thing. It's like, like who knows? But no like, one believed that Chris Ro- yeah. or that Will Smith would do that. Right. It's crazy. Crazy town. It is 
crazy. I've never watched, and now I'm now, but it does make me be like, oh, I kind of want to watch awards shows again. Let's Only if I know that's going to Every award show, there should be like, one person's getting hit get tonight. Hit. Yeah. Who's then, getting and smacked everyone at can the make, Grammys? Everyone can make bets. I thought Amy Schumer said the funniest thing What'd afterwards. She, when she walked out. She goes, she just goes, <laughs> she goes, did something happen did i miss I was something yeah, did yeah. i miss something she goes i feel like the energy in the room has really that's changed funny. i was like that's actually a really great way to diffuse some of the that's um because that's what that, sorry go that's ahead. pete davidson's ex the one larry um david's daughter mm. she had that when he was with ariana grande she like was silent, like you know didn't post for a while and then she posted she was like did i miss anything when she came back and i was like that is a great way it's to so that. funny it's a yeah. funny way to be like i know what's going on you don't have to remind me that this you, is happening. What do you think about three people hosting the Oscars? I didn't really think anything of it, and then I was like, why would they, wouldn't they just have like two of them or one of them? Like each one of them could have hosted it on their own. Um, I I, I don't know. I think I think they're just trying shit new to get people to watch the Oscars. I wonder if they would have had three straight guys, three straight white guys host it. Probably I'm just not. thinking that right uh, pro- now. Probably not, but I think that's the point of them hosting it was right. like to to move away from that. Right. Yeah, I hadn't really thought, and then I was like looking at the visual, and I, I was like, mm. I liked what Wanda Sykes said. Like she was like. If you listen to her interview on Ellen, post Ellen, she was like, my feelings are really hurt. We mm. worked really hard to put on a show. Yeah. And then it just completely took everything away from <laughs> us. I'm mad at the Academy. She goes. Totally. And then everyone stood up for him. She goes, fuck these people. Like, I'm, I'm out. And I was like, yeah, I I kind of love that about her. They that, stood like, up for him like because they didn't. They didn't. What they was the most a... human response? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, Will was. Did they give him a standing ovation? When yes, he absolutely. That's crazy. Bradley Cooper was talking to him, and so Denzel was, you know, talking to him, and That's everyone was crazy. like, "And look, part of me also like I something Nicole Kidman said years ago, which I always, always loved, was um, when what's he, his Australian? He was in the he was in the Gladiator. Kurt, no, uh, Hugh Jackman, no. no. Um, fuck, everyone at home is screaming right now. Let me Google it because uh, Russell Russell Crowe, Br- yeah. When Russell Crowe was in trouble for physically hurting someone. I didn't hear about this. This is years ago. Okay. It was like 15 years ago. I didn't hear about this. Like, I'm like expecting a call. Like, I'm like, who? <laughs> how could they? How could they? Well, to be fair, you didn't even hear about Will Smith when it was happening. Right. So, you know. Right. Well, I've the, never watched. I never watched those shows. And maybe I'll watch a recap. But yeah. Well, David Letterman, who was famous for sort of like pushing people, had Nicole Kidman on. I love Nicole Kidman. She's such a good guest. And he goes, oh, your friend is in trouble and this and that, da, da, da. And then uh, he, and she she had a very classy answer. She goes, you know, she's like, when 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 your friends are in trouble, you're there for them. Mm. And I thought, that's true. Like, Will Smith did this. It was wrong. But that doesn't mean that, like, all of his friends should stop talking to him. Of course. You know what I mean? No, so, totally. Absolutely. I wouldn't um, give someone a standing ovation in their weakest moment. No, that's moment. psychotic. Yeah, I'd be but like... But pulling him aside and having a conversation sure. with him, that's like a normal thing. Yeah. But like, I'd be like, to stand I'd be like, up for him... You gotta go home. You gotta, we, gotta get, we gotta get out of here. Like, before you... Because yeah. also I'd be like, what if you're about to do something else? This if is I, not a good night for you. If I, if I was dating someone who did that, the second they sat down, I would have said, we are absolutely leaving right now or I'm leaving without you. Yeah, I'd be... I'm totally. leaving right now or you were coming with me because... This is humiliating. Totally. This is humiliating. They sat there like, like, he just went and sat right back down. Totally. Woo, like Twilight Zoney. I mean, psychotic. Crazy town. Crazy town. But, yeah. Anyways, that was it. That's, I just, I just had to have a take. Yeah, totally. I know we're so late, but that sucks because it was like, we literally finished recording and then like, boom, that happened. I was like, fuck. I'm How just... could you do this to me? I do know. it on the same. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, it's cooled off to the sense that it like, has. you know, he's had the repercussions and stuff. Yes. Yeah, so and now he's banned for 10 years. 
Fine. He still has a mansion. They've like also him and banned Chris me. That's both, why I haven't been at the Oscars. They both recently. went home to their mansions. Right. It doesn't make it okay, God but bless. it also just like it's a little revealing of like. Do you think you get scared if you're living in a mansion? Like if you're in one room, like if you're in one room and it was so big, and then you're like, what the fuck's going on in floor number seven? Like, wouldn't you be a little like, well, would you be? Would you want to live in a mansion, or would you like if you had all the money in the world? Would you have a mansion, or would you just not even go there? Well, that's. Uh, Okay, how about a better, a better, like I watch these architectural digests, mm-hmm. right? And it's like LA or New York. Sure. And obviously in New York, like there's smaller spaces. Right. And these LA homes are like these giant. Sprawling. I, I, I just haven't lived in, in, I haven't had a yard in 12 years. Same. That I wouldn't even know what to do with it. So I think I'm oh, like, any I'm, yard. I'm more comfortable like in my little borough sure. in New York. I'd rather like a smaller New York apartment. I, I wouldn't even, when I even go in a house that's like, a small house. I'm like, wow. Like, remember that apartment that you and I went to? That that was insane. I, I couldn't even. My eyes couldn't adjust. That was crazy. My ex uh, had a client who was this real uh, extremely wealthy, and he let us stay at the apartment one time, uh, and it, it was so big. But if it was a house, it would still be a big house, but it would be less like. I mean, any house I go to now, I'm like, this is really even when I go hotel rooms out of the city i'm like this is big. even when i go to my mom's house like ah. we we grew up in such a small house <laughs> there was five of us in a three bedroom right i mean that was it we, right. I mean, it was so t- i mean you know my parents don't have money so it was like but now when i go home like it feels huge, huge. i'm like and it's small right i mean it's tiny but it t- but i'm just so used to like a certain way of living yeah imagine being in a fucking i'm trying to think if i've been in a I, there's one mansion I have been in, maybe two, maybe two. One of them is in, oh my God, Wellesley, Massachusetts, um, the Hunnewells. Hunnewell, it, like it's like the houses. Some like usually if it's like a big mansion, I guess sometimes they'll like name the house. I guess, but it that's but, very that's how you know you're rich when they're like, this is the Eldwood, right? Exactly. It's been uh, um around here for. 700 years. It's, it was this huge house in in Wellesley, Massachusetts. And like there was a topiary and they a had these. To- it's like the guy, Walter Honeywell, collected uh, plants, all of these plants. And so they had this like room that was like kept at a certain temperature for the plants. So that was that's the only like mansion I've been in because it was like someone knew someone knew someone. So we would go there after Thanksgiving for tea. And I remember we would always be like, do they mind that we come? But it was uh, it, that was. I've never, that was like a really, it's just a really big house, but the way they had it was, I think they only lived in a small part of it. Right. And then I think that's the only Mitch and I, and then I have these cousins in Florida. Florida houses are always so big and and they're like, yeah, it's like, it's only $6,000 a year. You're like, what? Also, I can't be trusted too, because now that I'm thinking about it, I went, like I lived in... Anytime once I started living in New York, I consider literally everything. Imagine if it has a pool. So I'm oh, like, forget the, about yeah, it. If it's got a pool, like, you might well, as well be the fucking pool. queen of England. And the, but the pool was co- and the hot tub were connected. It was like an affinity hot tub pool situation. So I was like, it's a mansion. Uh, the biggest house I've been in, uh, the biggest house I've been in was Max Muchnicks, who was the creator of Will and Grace, Ooh. who was one of the nicest people in the world. Where and, was the and, house in Hollywood wow. or in L.A.? And he invited me. Him and his husband invited me years ago to stay over with them. I had my own house on wow. their property. And they could not have been nicer. I would have left. Like, what's funny is they, the, as shockingly big as it was, it felt like a home. Right. And I was like, oh, that, that's kind of amazing. Like, yeah. they're like, because they've got kids, like we're going to have breakfast together and da da da. Like, wow. it still felt like a, a home. Wow. But I was blown away. I was like, I wouldn't even know, like, 
I wouldn't even know what to. Do. I mean, my apartment is high is very small, but it's three rooms, but they're all absolutely tiny and i leave things like i lose things so if i had a big house i can't believe you lose things in a small apartment absolutely totally because it's like i'm so like everything has its place yeah it's or it'll be like i i'll lose things in it and i'm like where the fuck so if i had a big house i mean i can't even i'd be like where are my teeth speaking of shows yes um, I I had like the worst travel day I've had in a really long time. Tell me, I was flying back from Vancouver, and the shows in Vancouver were amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been to Vancouver. It's really beautiful. Yep. I mean, it was outside of Vancouver, but it's like what, close sure. enough for me. Um, I splurged on a nice hotel, which changed everything. They had a nice gym. Nice. I could order room service. Great. Like I was like, okay, at ease. I don't have to like yep. run around the city every day looking right. for food. And then the second thing was, um. Not a very nice theater space, but the getting back to New York from Vancouver, first of all, because you still have to take a fucking COVID test to get back into the United States. Like, are we done? London, I get to London, they're like, lick the floor. Like, they don't right, even care. Right, 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 right. So I, you've got COVID, right? Come on in. You're like, wait a minute. So my flight's at seven o'clock to get to Seattle. I have, seven a.m. I, have, I have, no seven p.m. Okay. I have a la- I have a layover, but I had to get to the airport at three thirty. Because I had to take a COVID test at the airport. You have to schedule it, too. You can't just go in the street like here and get a right. COVID test. So I schedule it. I wait a half hour. I get the test. I wait 45 minutes for the test results. Then I have to go with that and my government documents, like your passport and everything else. You have to check in. Then you have to go through customs. And then when you finally get on the plane and you come to Mar- you come to Seattle. I Direct had a, flight? I, I had a, it was 25 minutes yeah. to Seattle. I had a 20, I had a three and a half hour layover. Mm. And I'm like, well, whatever, that's fine. Like, this is exhausting, but I'm, I'll, I'll have a nice seat on the plane. I'm ready to go on the plane, and I see this. Like, you know, when you have your headphones on, mm-hmm. I see this gay guy like freaking out, and he runs up to the front desk, and he's like, like pointing at like this guy behind him, and this and that. I'm like, what is going on? I press pause. This, he's like, he won't fucking stop talking to me. And then, so the flight attendant had to walk over to him to the other guy. The other guy's standing there and goes. He's like, excuse me, sir. He goes, I'm an American and I'm allowed to talk to someone about Jesus Christ if I want to and salvation because salvation is the only way to heaven. I'm like, we're about to get on a flight. I don't need you to talk about salvation. And he's oh like, oh my God, my heart goes out to this poor, the poor gay guy. And, the, and, the, yeah. and rightfully so, this gay yeah. guy was furious. And right. I was like, he should be. Totally. He's waiting to get on a flight. And this guy's like, you're going to hell. Go fuck yourself, you dumb piece of shit. Also, from Vancouver to New York, get the fuck out of here. And then there was a rabbi, literally a rabbi. This was like a this fucking sounds like joke. a joke. Yeah. I know. And he like, he was like, he like grabbed the gay guy's hand and he was like, don't worry about it. You're uh, going to have a great flight. And da da da. And I was like, what is going on? Too like, much. He's like laughing and trying to make jokes to make the gay guy feel better while this religious nut is like on there being like, he, and he literally said like, he's like, sir, you can't be talking to other customers like that. He, and he goes, I have a right to spread the voice of Jesus Christ to all. And like, then, How'd you get in the fucking airport, dude? I know. And then my heart starts tightening because I want to be like, go um, fuck yourself, you dumb right. piece of shit. You, uh, you fucking da da da. What was the airline doing? Because that's who should be taking responsibility. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because the airline, I mean, if, if I was working the airline, I would say, sir, you're not allowed on this flight. Totally. So I'm like, well, whatever, that's going to end. So I get on the flight, I sit down, and then the woman who sits next to me, move like, I I could I can't describe her. You know, like um, gremlins, like how yeah, like they yeah. moved like very quickly, yeah, kind of yeah. like puppetry. Yeah, she you, was they're like, one place, and you look over, and they're on top of the ceiling, yes, like, hanging yes. down. You're like, wow, 
That was her. Yeah. And she was like, shh, right. like moving all around me the whole time. And she was drinking a giant, giant extra gulp, like for a, like Coca-Cola from <laughs> McDonald's. And so, anyway, so there was just a lot of movement next to me. Yeah. And then um, then we take, then we're flying. I'm like, fine, it's a red eye. I'll just try and sleep. You know, they gave us our meal or whatever. Then there's turbulence. The tur- like, I'm fine with turbulence. Yeah. It was so bad. It was about an hour of turbulence. I literally thought, I'm like, I'm not going to make it. Oh, no. I, I was thought about going back to that guy and being like, okay, let's talk about salvation. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make it. I don't know what's happening. Then a guy yeah. comes up. This is like yeah. a is five hour flight. Is this guy on here? What do I need to do? Then a guy comes up and screams at the flight attendant. He's got his mask a on. Different a, different, a, new a, a, a different guy. A new character guy. is introduced to the plot. Uh, and he, all he hears is like, and I'm like, to get off this flight. I have to get off this flight. I have to get off this flight. So then I land, right? What was he saying to the flight? No idea. And they looked horrified and then they had to tell the pilot and then the pilot had to come out and talk to them. It was like a whole thing. Who was flying? Whenever the pilot comes out, you're like, who's flying the plane? I know. And then they, oh my God. And so, so then we land. I'm like, whatever. I'm in New York. You know who you don't want to see in a flight is the fucking pilot. Cause you're like, I know the co-pilot's up there, but you know, they're not, they're not the fucking pilot for a reason. Why are they co-pilot? They should be flying. Yeah. Let's all just, you just stay in the back. Yeah. So apparently people don't realize when you start trouble on a plane that there's one person flying the plane right. without in a fucking car. Right. So then we, we I wonder get, what the hell he was saying. Do you think I don't, he was like, the pretzels aren't salty enough? Or who, like, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I realize later flights, people are crazier. Earlier mm. flights, it's all businessmen. Would they be do this all right. the time. We're moving. No one, right. t- no one even talks. Right. They, you know? As they, I mean, talking on the flight, one star. Well, it's like also the the businessmen in the comics know. We already know the routine. So when the flight attendant comes up to us, we're like, "Yeah, I'll just I'll just have the Biscoff cookies." And I, with this week, we had the yes. pretzels. I'll take the pretzels. Yeah. Please, thank you so much. Appreciate it. So then thank we you. land at JFK, and I'm like, I, I'm home. It took me from JFK to get back to my apartment an hour and 50 minutes. Now, in, were you clocking cab. where this guy was sitting, the religious guy that was trying to yes, get the... Yes, he was yeah. in the back of the was plane. Was he looking at you at all? Um, I would have just started speaking Italian to him. Yeah. I literally would have been like, if he was like, have you talked about Jesus Christ? I'd be like, ah, scusi signore, che non posso parlare bene inglese, senti. You right, know? and then if he started speaking Italian back to me, I would have literally, I would have, I would have. <laughs> Could you imagine if he started speaking Italian back? I mean, I'd convert. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be okay. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm very impressed. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Were you able to rest when you got to your place? I fell asleep so hard in my bed, and then I called my friend Steve, who's coming on later today. Mm-hmm. He'll be on a future episode, and I was like, I need a massage, and I need it now. Yeah, because my right arm started going numb because I had so much back pain. Mm. So I'm getting acupuncture today. I've never had Great. it before. It's amazing. Is it? It's absolutely amazing. Usually the first, I mean, they like they'll like usually like kind of like listen to what's going on and then t- do like check your pulse and do an energy like feel the energy where you might have some stagnant energy and then it, i've had stagnant great energy you because like um so say your arm goes numb or whatever like usually like it'll i don't know exactly how it works it's like with meridians and but my experience with acupuncture has been very good i feel like my arm is gonna i'm gonna like it's vibrate good. a lot I've go- i went for like jaw pain before i went for anxiety i mean if you go for a specific physical pain it's a lot easier to track than if you're like i'm going for generalized no, anxiety I'm, my right arm that's great. My right arm. That's great. It take it's it's um, in my experience, it was like I feel better, but you have to go like five times to like really like be like oh. This well, is I did a massage yesterday, acupuncture today, and then great. tomorrow I'm going to my chiropractor. Nice. So I'm getting like the full nice. feel. How are you? How have shows been? Shows have been really good. I got food. I didn't. I don't know. It wasn't a full on food poisoning, but two weeks ago I was. It was not a bad travel day, but it was right after I landed was a disaster. It was. I was in Michigan, Holland, Michigan. And I had had shows in Mich- like around Michigan Thursday, 
Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It was a Sunday show. Afterwards, I had gotten a like a seven a.m. flight, and we were I was getting back to my hotel at like twelve. So I was kind of like, but I I just wanted to get back, and I was supposed to. I had something that night I wanted to be back for, and I went stopped at a gas station, and they had like uh, pre-packaged sandwiches, and I don't know what I was thinking. I got one. It was like package like in the refrigerator in I, a, sometimes i like those in the seal yeah. at the airport i think of it like uh, i get um, just turkey and cheese though so ma- so i usually like i think of it like a lunchable like i'm like oh it's like a lunchable it's like sealed that way so maybe the problem was i got ham and cheese so i think this is what it was so i eat the sandwich ta- I, rem- I literally remember being like ah yum tastes good go to bed get up a couple hours later go to the airport fly in i land i'm tired but i don't feel bad i get to my apartment say at like 9 30 i was like i'm gonna sleep from 9 30 to 11 30 wake up at 11 30 sweating i'm like i don't feel so good so i had one thing that day canceled it and then it was like i'm like walking around the apartment woozy i'm like i'm not good i was supposed to do some I had is something, it throw up throw up feeling or i diarrhea? hadn't thrown up yet and i didn't get diarrhea yet but i did start throwing up oh, no. and then i like drank like a protein shake throw it up and then at like six o'clock i was like sitting out in the stoop sweating profusely like i'm gonna get sick it's like so obvious i'm like sick to my stomach and my manager called and i was like i was like i should still be good for the thing that we have at nine but 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 maybe not i'm a little sick and he was like let me know and then i was like and then i was like it's not gonna happen and then i slept for like 14 hours and i was like what is going on were you drinking water chugging it and then my Good. but then i would throw up if i drank too much and then my friend i was like i must have food poisoning. i don't know what i have yeah that's and then my friend poisoning. that i was with was andrew was like he had been with me and he, he was like um he was like it's probably when you ate that gas station sandwich and i was like uh, oh was it a gas station that's right yeah. i'm thinking the airport it but that's the thing it looked like the same like brand of pre-packaged yeah but did you check the date that's the problem no i wasn't thinking yeah. because also it was midnight so that fucking thing had been sitting out for ten years. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it was the it was the same. You know that one they sell at the um, the uh, Hudson News. Hudson. Yeah, the, those sandwiches. It was the same brand. That's what I, oh, it was like the same exact then packaging. It was, then it was the gas station that right. had it out too long. Because oh, totally. Because sometimes you're right. Like they're it, fucking that's pa- kind you of a open genius. it and it's like psh, like yes. it lets out because it's so fucking preserved. Like it's overly preserved. And, and it's kind of a great idea, even though it's fourteen fucking dollars. Right at the airport, it's kind of a great idea. You're like this is. It's really fresh-ish bet bread. Right. You know what I mean? It or is, feels fresh because it's like still fluffy. Because they preserve it from Satan's and it's just like semen. turkey meat and cheese. I'm yeah. like, great. It's protein, carbs, yeah, like real food. That's it's what real food. I'm I thought not, I was like, making a healthy decision. I was like, I'm gonna go for a less processed. Well, you, you were, but they fucked it up. D- Should have checked. If you're gonna buy a sandwich at midnight, you gotta check the date because even though they preserve that shit with God knows what, because like when you right. open it, it's like there's a release. And it's like, like mm. yeah. That, like whatever the noise sandwich. is that happens when Darth Vader takes off yeah. his helmet is yeah. what happens right. when you open up that. Here's your sandwich. Yeah. It's like uh, to me, I would have thought it was like something that could never age. Like I'm like, that's what. And it, you know, <laughs> it could have not been that. Maybe I just got a stomach bug from something else. I don't know. Don't know. It's easy to blame the it's gas the station sandwich. sandwich. No, it's the sandwich. Yeah. The gas station. Let's oh, call and it a spade tasted a spade. so fresh. It tasted so fresh. Um, I think I think we've reached the end of yes. this episode. Uh, where are you going to be? Okay, I am going to be in Beverly, Massachusetts, April. I have some festivals I'm in. I'm not going to um, plug those, but they will be up on my website at I am. I'll be in Moon Tower. I'll be in Moon Tower. What too. days are you there? The twenty first. I'll the be 23rd. there the same time. Yeah, that's the one. Oh my the god, let's hang out. Um, no, because they separated in two different weekends. Oh, do they? Yeah, because oh, some didn't know comics that. are there the week before. Oh. 
Okay, so Austin, Texas for that. But then Bev- headlining dates, Beverly, Massachusetts, April 29th and 30th. I have a, I have a lot of weddings in May, so I'm not going to promote those. Um, but May uh, 12th through 14th, I'll be in Limestone. And then and then uh, I will be in Florida, Key West, Florida, May 20th and 21st. And then I have another wedding the following weekend. But on May 26th, I... The wedding I'm going to is in Portland, Oregon, so I'm going to do the helium oh, great. in Portland, Oregon, May 26th. I just did it. That's awesome. I love that room, and it just works out because I have that wedding. So, And I love Portland, Oregon, so May 26th, that, and then I've got June dates, so I'll put those. So I'll be at Moon site. Tower April 21st to 23rd. Then I'm doing two shows at the Columbus Funny Bone in Ohio on the 24th. Night. Let one, me know how that is. I'm doing that in July. One is sold out, and great. the other's almost sold out. So if you want tickets, I I would... I would buy them ASAP. I love the Funny Bones. Yeah. It's a good classic. It's a classic comedy club. Comedy club. It's I, a good room. I performed it before. Is I, it? I opened for Nicole Byer there years before. And yes. It's a great room. Um, Vermont Comedy Club, Burlington, Vermont, April 29th and 30th. And then uh, all the other shows are sold out, blah, blah, blah. For the, I'm not the Vermont one. The other ones I'm looking at. Okay. So this is added. Zany's Nashville. I'll be there nice. um, May 20th to the 21st. And that's that's it for now. I'm gonna keep, the only other one I'm gonna promote is just because I have never been to Denver before for my own shows. I'm gonna be at the Improv, the Denver Improv, June. I love Denver. Tenth and eleventh. I'm excited. Great audiences. Yeah, I've always heard nice things about. It. But so you guys can get all our dates on our websites, and we appreciate you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. Star Bands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.